Boys are back in town. The boys are back in town. We back, we back, we back. Oh, that sound, dude. Dude, I'm going to seem like an alcoholic on the show. Yeah. No, it's good. I'm going to join you when I stop being such a a little wussy, dude. I was about to fill in for you. They'd be like, you're being a bitch. Yeah, I know, 100%. We can actually... I mean, it's our show. Are we allowed to swear? I think so. Well, dude, we this far in. I guess we're making a couple times. (laughs) Actually... You that apologized in the last episode. You were like, fuck. Oh, yeah, I did. Uh, my pardon, I think my I felt a little bit bad for that, obviously. I also did a little bit. Also, because I know like my parents are going to listen to it and I don't smoke swearing. Yeah, it's out of respect for the buddies. That's the thing. Exactly. So that, don't want to get advertising in this on this can. <laughs> duff. Duff. Duff, duff, duff. Oh, that's why it's duff. No, that is a good one, bro. But, uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's also something you work out in the fine print of the whole swearing situation. That's true. But for now, we're fine. Yeah, we're good. Got four hours of sleep last night. It was interesting. I was going to say, you, you, you awfully chipper and running I'm around quite live four hours of sleep, dude. I think that's a thing. You know, there was that whole, like, I think it was Arnold Schwarzenegger that was like, all you need is six hours. If you if you feel like you need more, you should just sleep faster. It was like one of the dopest comments ever. But they rate that, what, in, in your 20s, you should be getting like eight eight hours of sleep. Yeah. I was reading a book the other day. Well, I mean, I'm still reading it. It's called Why We Sleep. I'm trying to... That's I'll try right. and get up what the author's name is in the meantime. But, yeah, he says, like, the basically the whole thing is that, um, like, you need eight hours of sleep, dude. And if you miss out on eight hours, then, um, you know, you kind of end up doing a little bit of harm to, like... Well, not harm, but, like, if you miss out on sleep, you can never get it back. That's true. That's what he said. So, it's kind of like... You can't, like, bank, you know? Like, I, I read about that as well that you can't go like Monday to Friday three 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 and then just sleep all weekend. Yeah. And then go back to three three. You're, like your body doesn't hold on to sleep time. Yeah. His name's Matthew Walker. That's the one. Matthew Walker. Yeah. He so wrote he's got the a book Why We Sleep. Yeah. Why We Sleep. He's got a book out at the moment. I'm li- I'm listening to I'm listening to it on Audible because I'm a little bit uh, a little bit lazy to read. But mm-hmm. also you know when you drive your car, you just put a like little jam on. It's great. Um. But yeah, it's crazy. And then also the funniest thing that I found out about that book is like, so when you when you start sleeping as a baby, um, so you get REM sleep, which is like rapid eye movement sleep, yeah. which is like the crazy dream. And then you get MREM sleep, which I think is like, I mean, clearly I'm not really listening to the book that well, but it's either a deeper or a lighter tone of sleep than REM sleep. Okay. But they're both equally as important for like the development of your brain. That's crazy. So, and then when, you, when you're a teenager, you're like, you're, when your brain releases melatonin naturally, which is that like sleeping chemical that says, okay, cool, time to go sleep. Um, what happens is the, like in your teenage years, your brain releases that chemical later on in the evening. So that's why teenagers normally stay up later, but then they still need the eight hour cycle or they're like, I don't know, nine hour cycle of sleep. So apparently teenagers are only supposed to be like, they only come out of their sleep cycle at like nine in the morning, which is bad because obviously they need to be at school at eight. Yeah, that's So they wake up at seven. So like you're kind of ruining their... So you have to pattern? fight against your natural serotonin release. Exactly. When, you, when you're in your teenage years already. And that's like a crucial, it's like a fun time. You know what I mean? Like there's a whole lot of development going on. So I think like sleep would be quite crucial then. You know what I mean? But um, it, also it's so funny because it says like as the brain, because as the brain develops through sleep and stuff, it, like it sort of 
starts from the back of the head, back of the brain, and starts like as you're sleeping and sort of like repairing, well, not repairing the process, but it's kind of like finding a definitive sort of process for each part of the brain, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. a, like a way of working, working everything out, and then it kind of like solidifies it, and then it moves on to the next portion of the brain. And then sleep That's so cool. And so, yeah, so sleep is kind of like the the master of like repairing your brain or like fine tuning processes in it and then like solidifying them. But it's so funny because only when you get to like, I think it's in your mid 20s or so, maybe even late 20s, um, because it moves from the back of your brain to the front of your brain, the front of your brain is where all your reasoning happens. I think it's the frontal lobe or whatever. Yeah. I'm not, like, obviously, I'm getting some of up. Like, I just remember the basics. But yeah. he's <laughs> so funny. The frontal lobe. Exactly. Because the, front, the frontal lobe. The front of your brain is where all your reasoning happens. So that's why, if you, th- <laughs> if you think about it, dude, like when you're 18, you get your driver's license. You literally, your brain has no reasoning. And you're, you're dude, you also like, you know, a lot of testosterone trying to that's like, do the ladies, like, you know, a favor. That's why men's sort of insurance is more expensive than women's insurance. Exactly, dude. I agree with that, dude. But I'm it's literally because your brain hasn't developed it. Like there is no reasoning part in that brain. So like you don't That's even have crazy. it, dude. How funny is that? So you don't actually have a sense of reasoning at all, dude. B- below the age of like twenty one, hundred percent. So if I, so if I meant to get eight hours of sleep, right, and I only get five, my brain then hasn't developed fully to that part of the brain that does reasoning. Uh, maybe I guess so. It will just it will just maybe develop a little later, I think. I see. I mean, obviously, I don't have a PhD in this stuff, so I wouldn't be able to give you the I mean, right you can answer. Have whatever you want. The world is yours. You know, <laughs> don't assume your degree. You know? But I mean, like at this moment when I'm talking about this topic, I think you're pretty good at it, <laughs> Doctor Choppy. Boom. Thanks, Bob. Mm. Um, yeah, dude. But it's just—it was so funny to hear that. And like when you were saying that in the book, I was laughing so much because it just took me back to every time I like you know you're trying to show off and stuff. And obviously, like you also knew your teen development. Age. I mean, I don't know about you, but I definitely came very very late to the what, party you're like one of those like showboat boys well that yeah are, are you saying puberty mm. really i'm super late dude oh, but you're like a 23 year old bang hit puberty kind of i mean Although i got quite a bit old you're not quite a bit older than me but you're older than me yeah you're 26 yeah i'm 23 yeah so for all we know i haven't even hit it yet yeah probably how funny would that be that'll be a laugh dude i could only really grow a beard like this like three four months after my 25th birthday Okay, but I don't grow facial hair for nothing. Yeah, fair enough. Mine's all on the top of my head, although so is yours. Yeah. That's a weird thing, though. You get, and it, I, I find it funny about certain cultures as well. Certain cultures grow, like, these, like, lush beards, <laughs> and others just don't. Like, I don't, my dad doesn't, my dad's dad doesn't, my mom's dad doesn't. Both my cousins don't. And I'm saying, like, like yours now, like, that, like... You know, that beard that turns into like a salt and pepper beard. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you know, one of those. Thanks, dude. I appreciate you thinking it's sexy, dude. I've always wanted a beard, dude. Yeah. They, uh, it is fun. I feel like it's the one thing missing in my life. Uh, eh. yeah, yeah, I've always wanted like some size, but. I mean. We could trade, but I yeah. don't know how it works, dude. A little bit of size for a beard. <laughs> yes, finally. I wonder if they'll be able to do that. If only that was the way that it worked. <laughs> I, like this, I, I like this topic of sleep and dreaming. Because I've, I've, I've never been able to identify with whether... So you had insomnia, which is like, yeah. not, like not being able to sleep. But yeah. full level insomnia is like you genuinely don't sleep for like days on end. 
until your system literally shuts down and you possibly get a few hours in and then it goes back to normal again. Yeah. So that's insomnia. So I know a lot of people that are like, oh, I have insomnia. But they just fall asleep at three because they sit on their phone all night. I'm, I'm an insomniac. Exactly you know, like that. that kind of thing. Yeah. So I, I, I wouldn't class on myself, classify myself as an insomniac or someone that has insomnia. Yeah. However, when it gets to like 10, 11 in the evening, going towards 12, that's when I'm the most awake. That's when I'm like, I'm going to paint a fucking picture. I'm going to write a poem. <laughs> I'm going to cook. I'm going to prep for tomorrow. I'm going to go to gym. But is that I'm, when your creativity kicks you? Yeah. The highest. I lie in bed and draw and write and edit and plan shoots and think of topics for podcasts. That's why you'll get messages from me quite late at night. Yeah, I thought it was... Being like, we have to talk about this. Yeah, kind of thing. No, I thought, yeah, sometimes my phone goes out late at night. I kind of get excited. I think it's a booty call, but then it's just Josh. But it's actually just me. <laughs> I could be a booty call. <laughs> That's a good topic as well. Booty calls. Booty cows. Oh, they're right or wrong. <laughs> Booty call whatever you want, whenever you want. Yeah. Do whatever makes you happy. Respectfully, though. Yeah, there we go. Fair. Um, that. So, yeah, I wouldn't class for myself as someone that has insomnia. But yeah. I am more awake at night. So, that then brings me back to what you said. Does that mean that my cycle just works later in the day? Like, does my body and my, my, like, my pup prefer to sleep from three in the morning to nine in the morning as opposed to someone else that dorses from like you know normal time to standard time like wakes up at 6 a.m like am i then missing out so if i if, if i slept the same as them would i be missing out on crucial hours of creativity because i watched it like you know there's always those entrepreneurial talks where they're like if you want to be ahead of your day wake up at 4 a.m every day yeah go for a run yeah i got you yeah, you're right. I like that, I like that voice yeah. as well, bro. Yeah, one of exactly those like how sound. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, shut up. I don't wake up at 4 a.m. If anything, I'm going to bed at 4 a.m. Yeah. So if anything, I'm more ahead than what you are on your day. Because I started at 12 this morning already. You only started at 4. Yeah. I'm just taking a really long nap. Yeah. An aggressive nap. In between. Nap. Yeah, really aggressive nap. <laughs> that M-M-REM. Yeah, what did you call it? E-R-E-M. M-M-REM. You got it. Oh, you know this. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. I think just in terms of like your sleeping pattern that you were talking about now, I think there are different people will have different cycles. So, you know, you say like you have a morning person or like a night person. Yes. You know, is that a thing? I'm going to do that. That is a good question. It's got to be. Is being a morning person. So is being, but you can also train yourself. It's the same question as like person, a real thing. I think that's a stupid way to type it in on Google, but it's what I'm going with. No, go for it, dude. Is there really such a thing as a morning person? There we go. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. see. Is there really such a thing as a morning person? Benjamin Franklin once said, early to bed and early to rise man makes a man wealthy. Makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise. There we go. Dude. You get out, eh? You and and Benji, you go way back. (laughs) They went, it says, but in Franklin's time, most people slept in an unconsolidated fashion. They went to first sleep shortly after the sun went down and woke up four or five hours later for a few hours of activity before returning to second sleep. So they'd split their sleep into two separate. Franklin himself liked to use the time between sleeps one and two to read naked in a chair. This guy was a gangster. That's I like epic, Benji. dude. I'm gonna have a naked reading chair, dude. 
Mr. Benji Frankie room. Industrialization and electric lighting put the unconsolidated... Dude, that's a big word for me, right? Adding that onto the list. Uh-huh. Unconsolidated sleep pattern to rest, so to speak. And today, most adults in the US are expected to work from mid-morning to mid-evening. The 9 to 5. Oh, I hate that term. As Dolly Parton crooned. Crooned? And if they're very lucky, sleep a solid 8 hours from morning. Or night to morning, at least. It's not bad. See, they even there, they mention the whole 8-hour thing. They do? Uh, it's a it, it's a long it's a long article they talk on white matter what the hell is white matter they say another study also published in 2013 found that the quality of the white matter in night owls brains was diminished indicating true structural differences between early and late risers well, there we go that so whatever white out. matter is I thought dark matter was a thing. Now white matter is also a thing. What is dark matter? Dark matter, that's um, in the universe. That's a Stephen Hawking thing, dude. Well, no, it's antimatter, sorry. Matter and antimatter. I don't know if it's dark. I think dark matter and antimatter are the same thing. Dude, it sounds like something out of Marvel. But that's how, yeah, that's how they, they got to see the first event horizon of a black hole. Really? Yeah. Well, it goes out in space. Matter is consistently splitting and absorbing again. So like matter and antimatter break out and then they because they're like negative and positive and they attract each other so quickly but it happens like on such a microscopic level at like 10 to the 16 times a second apparently like but now what's splitting and bringing it back together again it's just i'm not i'm not Stephen hawking it, dude it just does but it just does yeah just, just it just understand does understand that it does yeah and just take that and then uh but the thing is what happens at the event horizon because gravity is so aggressive there that anything that passes the the event horizon can't get back out because the draw into the the bottom of the black hole is so such a hectic force such a huge force that it, it can't come back out so that like matter yeah, but then where does that go no it just goes it just goes and condenses until it's it's like the the size of a pinprick it's like and it's denser than like our sun so that's and gravity is like just it, like forces attracting to each other just because they are their size their mass or something yeah um so something like that something like that um and then, so what happens is when it, when it passes the event horizon, it can't get back out because it's such a massive force. So then those two parts that are broken apart, it's like an antimatter and a matter. The one choop, goes into the black hole and the other one just floats around there. So that's why with telescopes now, you can see when they when they picture a black hole, it's got this tiny little like... Like rim. Tiny little intensity glow around it. <laughs> it's wild. Rim. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> nice, Josh. Take space and just... Yeah. mess up the whole conversation yeah and just joshify it yeah josh, that's the thing dude. step off the show joshify there we go okay what do you pick up there number ball jeez dude it, it, there's so much going in actually this is so interesting i actually need to read the entire thing which is not going to happen right now but there is <laughs> such a thing as a morning person so they saying that you by waking up early you're more active and more alive during the day to get things done now i don't know if that's a thing according to the time that you have to do it in or if it's an actual scientific proof that the brain just does better by waking up early because remember what like your brain doesn't know the, the time of day does it uh your, your, and except for yeah. like you except for you giving time an actual quantity your no, brain definitely. doesn't know, oh, it's morning now. I should operate this way. Or does it? Yes, absolutely. Does it? Yeah, that, but that's based on the sun. So the sun gives off, obviously, so light. It's like, it's white light. It's see-through, but it's obviously got all the spectrums of the rainbow. Yes. So blue light is what 
hits your retina and then sends keeps you awake to your brain and says okay cool it's daytime yeah be up yeah and then as soon as that starts tapering off and then i think you like the orange light or whatever um then that's when your brain's like okay sick it's like now it's going to nights and then releases melatonin to start putting you to sleep so if i put you in like a pitch black room yeah what? Well, it, really, even better happens. if i put you in a room and there were no windows yeah. and it was artificial light i could keep you awake forever well obviously well you would, obviously you would not fatigue. forever but like no yeah you would fatigue and then fall off but this is happening when guys get put in solitary confinement in in prisons and stuff they black out the windows and there's no there's no light at all and the, uh, they'll be in there for like a week, I think. And then after a week, they literally start going mental because their cycle starts, their cycle hits it normally. And then because they start like falling out of rhythm and stuff and the brain, it, like as they go in, they're still of their strong cycle of like yeah, your feeling body's tired still now. Fighting feeling fighting that. Yeah. But then as it gets, when there's no light and it's not being like, you know, absorbed by, or it's not being coached by the environment, when there's nothing to coach you, then your whole sleep cycle goes, loses a pattern and then people start going crazy. I've read... I don't know if this counts as a story. It's an old story that I've read into that is so... I mean, it didn't actually happen to me. Yeah, story time. <laughs> so it didn't actually happen to me. It would be hectic if it did. But sign, I think it was Nazi scientists back in the Dizzle that used to experiment on people. And I really don't want to be wrong with who did this. But yeah. there were dudes that did it. And I'm assuming it was a Nazi. Not very well, <laughs> that did this. And they experimented on people by putting them in a room and keeping them awake. But like they would keep them awake chemically as well. So put like IV drips in and it would stop them from sleeping because of the certain chemicals that just keep the brain wow. active. Dude. So they would keep guys active for days on end. And it eventually got to a point, And this is honest truth. This is what the article states. It got to a point where the dudes started eating themselves. Like they started attacking each other. They became cannibals. They couldn't identify between, so any any barrier of human and not human was just diminished. Wait, so, so the, they, they, were explained, eating, they were eating dude, each other. They weren't eating like, like no, they were like chowing because they were strapped down. They were chowing their own arms to get out of the straps, and then on the what I must I, I must find the story quickly. But so on this like towards the end on like the second or last day, they sent doctors in to go check up on them and they attacked one of the doctors or one of the scientists and killed him what these oaks, yeah these oaks went off the off their rocker i'm gonna find your story about keeping people awake and they go crazy checking that yeah google find that one dude oh uh, one there russian sleep experiment okay <laughs> it wasn't the nazis or the russians <laughs> i apologize uh, the Russian sleep experiment is based on an urban legend creepypasta that tell what creepypasta what the hell is that that tells the tale of five test subjects being exposed to an experimental sleep inhibiting stimulant in a Soviet era scientific experiment Obviously they have to look at this is fire so it was in the late 1940s in a military sanctioned scientific experiment five political prisoners were kept in a sealed gas chamber with a continually administered airborne stimulant okay so it was an iv drip it was in it was the air, air yeah. so i'm a little bit off well that's all right it's still some sort of for the purpose of keeping the subjects awake for 15 continuous days the prisoners are falsely promised days. freedom if they complete the experiment so they told them if we keep your oaks awake for 15 days it's like a 15 day trans festival these oaks are just rocking for 15 days but what do they what do they say if what's their reward at the end of it that they'd let them out so they said if you enter this experiment so there were five of them that, that were yeah but why were, were they like trapped before like were they prisoners of war like while no, they, they were they were out. just like 
bad dudes, I guess. Oh, the bad dudes. Okay. Yeah, okay. there was bad dudes that were in prison. Oh, so they were prisoners. Yeah. Oh, that they were like, go. treat yokes of bad people. So we're going to shove you in a gas chamber oh, and keep no, you away what? So they give you for 15 days and your prison sentence is clock. Yeah. Wild. So... The subjects behave normally during the initial days, talking to each other and whispering to the researchers through the one-way glass. Though it is noted the discussions gradually become darker in subject matter. After nine days, one subject begins screaming uncontrollably for hours while the others have no reaction to his outburst. When a second begins screaming, the others prevent the researchers from looking inside by pasting torn book pages and their own feces on the porthole window so the oaks couldn't check inside this. This is creepy shit, dude. On the, on the porthole windows. A few days pass without the researchers being able to look inside, during which the chamber days is completely pass. silent. The researchers use the intercom to test that the subject is still alive and get a short response of a subject expressing compliance. On the 15th day, the researchers decide to turn off the stimulating gas and reopen the chamber. Upon looking inside, they discover that the four surviving subjects have performed lethal and severe mutilation and disembowelment on themselves during the past days, including tearing off flesh and muscles, removing multiple abdominal internal organs, practicing self-cannibalism, and allowing four inches of blood and water to accumulate on the floor. The subjects also violently refuse to leave the chamber and beg the scientists to continue administering the stimulant, murdering one soldier and severely injuring another, attempting to remove them. After eventually being removed from the chamber, all subjects are shown to ex exhibit extreme strength unprecedented resistance to drugs and sedatives superhuman abilities to remain alive despite lethal injuries and a desperate desire to remain awake and being given a stimulant it is also found that one of the subjects who fall asleep died instantly as soon as the oak fell asleep, fell asleep pegged. Pegged. no after being treated for the injuries the surviving three subjects are being prepared to return to the gas chamber with the stimulant with ekg monitors showing short reoccurring moments of brain death before the chamber is sealed, one of the subjects falls asleep and dies. The one researcher draws a gun and kills another subject as well as a staff member. With only one surviving subject, the researcher asks what he is, to which the subject identifies himself as an inherent evil inside the human mind that is kept in check by the act of sleeping. The researcher soon shoots him dead and utters his final words. What? What? Huh? Dude. What? <laughs> Kevin, we've got to fact check that whole story, dude. That's un that's un that's well, well, this is, is that like Wikipedia. Maybe. <laughs> but No, but okay, no, no, but no, but check yeah. Okay, so wait, 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 wait. So that was Wikipedia. Then the next one is www.news.com.au, so Australian news, right? So it's been released on that. Then www.snopes.com, then www.creepypasta.com, then on YouTube, then on BBC. Is it the same story on BBC? This one's about. Oh, there's another one. Dude, <gasps> I'm worried about this whole sleep thing. Though. So BBC speaks on the on, on the 15 day thing. So they they they're basically saying it's they're calling it a myth. They're calling it a myth. But I rate what happens is the government tries to cover up for these things and makes it a myth. We don't know what goes on in the government. We don't know what goes on. Do these oaks have money, power, fame? You don't know what goes on. Dude. Fair enough. No, that is very fair enough. Also, I mean, I also love these conspiracies and stuff just in terms of... I, it's a lot of fun to believe in them. 
and to like think that they true and stuff. I really enjoy it. I don't know. I get lost. Dude, I love it. And like, conspiracy bro, I theories. Lost, yeah, I can get lost on YouTube for days. Yeah. Look at these conspiracy theories. But then I also have to fact check myself and think like, bro, like, is the government actually that capable and that organized? You know what I mean? Like, think of our government, dude. Those are okay. Ours is no another way, story. Really. I know, okay, yes, ours is another story. But ours is still full of corruption. Yeah, yeah. And corruption would breed so many wrongdoings. Yeah, fair enough. It, yeah, but because, I mean, it was like, that good. Like, I mean, think about it like this: man, and I'm, I mean, man in general will always have. You always have your own intention. Yeah, I think as soon as we get given a certain level of power, it's very difficult to not be corrupted by bribes and deals and own wants and needs. And your own weird... Well, putting yourself above. Fantasies and your own weird whatever. Like, it's difficult, dude. Being president or being a very strong political individual must be very difficult. Yeah. And I'm saying human-wise, as a, as a human being, it must be really difficult. It takes a very special person to be leader. Yeah, fair enough. The problem is warp your... Completely. Reality. Completely. It's like that Will Smith quote where it's like, money doesn't change people, it just... It just shows what was already there, which I think is mm, fair enough. Yeah. Quite interesting. Quite interesting. Yeah, you just become the person that you. Yeah, that you always want. I mean, I give you all the money in the world, all all the power and all the fame in the world. What are you going to do with it? What has Choppy always wanted to do with it? Is that an actual question? No, no. I'm saying like then there's no holds back. Then there's yeah. no barriers. Do whatever you can get away with anything. You're the government. You do something wrong, you just go police or FBI or SWAT or men in black or something. Just tell them to check it out. I don't know, bro. But returning to the sleep thing. Dude, this this might take up a lot of time in this episode, but this is so interesting. It is very interesting, yeah. So that was basically the Russians, not the Nazis, keeping people awake for 15 days. Then they say in December of 1963, two boys in school decided that for a science project they were going to stay awake for 11 days right so you're actually have to bear with me as i work my way through this as we go so um it was in january of 1964 a 17 year old randy gardner had managed to stay awake for 11 days and 25 minutes his mate bruce came up with the idea says it stemmed from the simple need to come up with a science fair project Bruce and his friend Randy decided they wanted to beat the world record for staying awake, which at the time was held by DJ in Honolulu, who'd managed 260 hours, or just 11 days, basically. The first version of it was to explore the effect of sleeplessness on paranormal ability. So obviously in that last story... Paranormal ability. Yeah, so that, like, obviously yeah. in the last story, they were like, oh, they were superhuman, they were super strong, you know, they couldn't kill there them. They, yeah, got you. So we realized that there was no way we could do that. And so we decided on the effect of sleep deprivation on cognitive abilities, yeah. performance on the basketball court, whatever we could come up with. So they'd not sleep for 11 days and then see how they played, how they be bowed. Be -be -bow. See if they could suddenly slam dunk. Yeah, if they could throw it out. Slam dunk on these benches. They flipped a coin on who would stay awake and much to McAllister's relief, he won the toss, but their naivety surfaced in how they planned to observe the effects on Randy. We were idiots. You know, young idiots, he says, and I stayed awake with him to monitor him. After the three nights of sleeplessness myself, I woke up. What? 
Wait. And after three nights of sleeplessness myself, I woke up tipped against the wall writing notes on the wall itself. The teenagers realized they needed a third person involved, so they roped in another friend, Joe. We got Joe, Bruce. Dude, these are This dead. is an all-American team, dude. Dude, this is like... The most American article I've ever White heard picket fence, like, you know, perfect, perfect family names. So Joe and Bruce. I was probably the only person on the planet at the time who had actually done sleep research. William Durant. Oh, so one of the mates actually became a professor. One of the guys that stayed awake became a professor on sleep, like on this whole thing. After they did all this? Yeah. Okay, I got you. Uh, I'm trying to find like... McAllister insists that those experiments involved the use of chemicals, which muddied the results. Randy had occasional cokes, like Coca-Cola. Watch yourself, yeah. Watch yourself there. Watch yourself, Randy. But other than that, you know, no dexedrine, benzedrine, or any other stimulants in those days. So this guy rates he stayed awake on Coca-Cola alone. That's a bold statement. But then again, it was in like what the nineteen foot six, like the oh, 19, so that's when that stuff. They probably had and so many illegal substances in there. Coke back in the dizzle. Apparently, the stage coke was like wine and actual coke, and then cacao leaves and shit or something like I don't know. Sure. Don't hold that against. Yeah, me. Fact no, no, dude. But I watched a whole thing on it where they were like, apparently, cocaine was an ingredient in coke, back in the dizzle. I'm making a lot of like statements oh, in this, in this, bold, dude. We're in, have this to... in this episode today, but I'll I'll check that as well. Can't wait for you to call out, dude. Yeah, dude. People are gonna think <laughs> me <up> hard. <laughs> this guy's an absolute idiot. Yeah. Okay, they tested his sense of taste, smell, and hearing, and afterwards, cognitive and sensory abilities began to be affected. McAllister recalls Randy, who was the dude that didn't sleep for the eleven days and twenty six hours or so, or twenty twenty three hours or something. So Randy began to say, don't make me smile that I can't stand the smile. Surprisingly, though, his basketball game got better. Although this could be down to the amount that he was playing. He was physically very fit. So we could always get him going by playing basketball or going bowling. So they were actually doing things to stay awake. So they were like going and playing sports and doing that kind of shit. Nighttime was hard as there was nothing to do and they had a terrible time keeping him awake. They took him to hospital to monitor his brain waves. Yeah. Guessing that. How did that go? Well, they say, they say that it was fine and that they kind of ra- like ranked. Wait, did someone? <laughs> Dude, this is blowing my mind. Like as I'm reading this, it basically states. So it says that parts of his brain were catnapping so the way that he managed to stay awake for 264 hours which was now the new world record which has tried to be tried to be broken since and guinea's world record won't allow it it's fair enough seems dangerous dude that's yeah jeez dude after reading that previous story i don't want to know what's on the other end of no sleep exactly bro that's creepy but yeah it says that parts of his brain catnapped he said he wasn't the first human being or pre-human being to have to stay awake for more than one night and that the human brain might evolve so that it could catnap. Parts of it could catnap and restore while parts of it were awake. And that would explain why worse things didn't happen. That's wild. Yeah. See, but putting that little thing in the end, and that's a, that, that's a doctor that made that statement. Okay. 
from that hospital at Arizona. Yeah. Where they check where they, where they sussed the... out his brainwaves and all of that. Yeah. And that would explain why worse things didn't happen. What are worse things? So what, exactly. So then, you look back at the fifteen day oaks. <laughs> they're paranormal stuff, dude, and the evil. And dude, that's creepy. That and then this doctor thing. goes, "That's explain." That explains our worst things didn't happen. But then it makes me think the oaks that got kept awake for fifteen days. What chemical kept them awake? Yeah, there we go. And it was airborne as well. So what if that chemical was what was making them go, but but dilly, yeah, and not the actual loss of sleep, dude. Bang, dude, you got that wisdom. But that's the thing. So you know, like you said, Guinness pulled well, the Guinness record book, whatever. Oh. They said that they're going to stop taking entries of this stuff because it is dangerous. Like those guys were at school. And the oak missed out on 11 days of sleep. And I told you, the oaks are developing, like, you need your sleep yeah, exactly. to like, solidify your brain and stuff. Well, it, 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 it said at, at the end of the thing that he struggled with insomnia. A couple years he, on. He's now... Jeez, that was what? When, when did I say this experiment was? I think it was the 90s, dude. This was in... I think it's in 90s. Uh, Please be 90s. 1964. So 64? He's now, yeah, yeah. When these, when these two buddy, kids... Dude. does. So now he's, he's... In his 60s. Bro. He's well into... The element of age. Yeah. So insomnia coming in could be that. Good man. He's that. still struggling with insomnia. Yeah. That is wild. But also when you say like that they shut down parts of the brain. I know birds do that. So saying in this book of the whole why we sleep thing, what happens with birds is when they sta- they'll stand on a branch and then the two birds in either end will sleep with one eye open, and like so they can shut half their brain off at a time, and then the one half of the brain that's con- they're controlling like the right eye. They'll look and stuff for danger while all the birds in the middle can sleep happily. So they'll shut off the entire brain. And the guys on the side, they'll look and sass. And then halfway through the sleep or whatever, halfway through the session, they'll both get up and then they'll turn and they'll sit down again and then they'll shut that eye and open up the other eye. So then that side of the brain can sleep and the other one can like stay awake and then look at stuff. So, it's so that's protection. where that statement comes from. Sleep with one eye open. Also apparently happens in humans as well. That's why like if you sleep in a hotel or you sleep in a new place each night, like your body isn't familiar with where you're sleeping, so then it'll, it'll be almost on edge. It won't let you sleep as, as Dude, well as you would. So interesting. Yeah. I dig that bird thing. Yeah, it's like sharks that sleep while moving or something. Yeah, they also they shut off parts of their brain. What? So they their their brains telling them keep moving, otherwise you're gonna peg. Yeah, so keep they have moving. But yeah, chill. the movement part of their brain, although the, yeah, I guess that the thing that controls that, says obviously keep going, but then they'll shut off like other cognitive functions that they have do you think that's what sleepwalking is that is a fantastic question is that what that does so part of your brain is still firing maybe not on all cylinders but a part of your brain still firing and it doesn't doesn't kind of switch off because i know my cousin story time my cousin sleepwalks It's so funny because every time we go there, my aunt and uncle have a new story about what he's done. One time he thought he was being attacked by bees and he ran through the entire house. And here's the thing. His, he, he could run, run through the house and identify where the staircase was, where the couch was, where, and he could like maneuver, navigate through the house thinking bees were attacking him. I also, know, I also know people that sleepwalk into like their parents' room or in like, I mean, if you're staying with a partner or whatever, or, you know, whatever your situasi is, they'd sleepwalk and just stand and stare at their partner. That's frightening. That's creepy. That is wouldn't frightening. wouldn't see that person dude. the same again. No. Never. 
Never ever. Lock my door. Uh-huh. If there was any way to put a door between one side of the bed and the other, I'd yeah, put one. That's scary as. Because I've also heard it's not good to wake up a person when they're sleepwalking. Because they freak out. But if that was a situation, dude, if someone's staring at me... I'm waking up. I'm, I'm knocking... Slapping you, you dude. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting yo, right Actually, there. fair enough. You're not sleeping. Headshot. I'm not waking up. I'm just putting you into a deeper sleep. Mm. Literally. <laughs> Comatose. You're going to be Straight. you're gonna be horizontal for a good for while. Quite that. a while. Yeah, you're going to yeah. wake up. Your shoes are going to be out of date. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Put you to sleep for so long. <laughs> wake up in a different time zone. <laughs> That's brilliant. Yeah. To the <laughs> back to the future. People can't even see the Back to the Future poster. Yeah, we got a Back to the Future back poster. To the future yeah. Jaws on Choppy's side. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, you got the dope one. I got the lady. You got the lady swimming. I'm stoked about that, dude.